I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illenials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm tarnished. <laughs> and it's the voice that breaks your rings. <laughs> Guys, we gotta say it real quick. How Elden is this ring? It's, it's pretty Elden, I gotta say. Because, like, I bought the game, right? Popped it in. First thing that happens is ring's already broken. So, fuck, yeah. right? <laughs> Ripped off. Yeah. And I can immediately spot the George R. R. Martin uh, influence with Dung Eater right there. I already All the fingers. Right. <laughs> uh, the, the finger maidens. Mm. Maidenless. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. They really rub it in your face when you get started. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make well, you feel, it makes you feel like shit in this game. <laughs> but yeah. In, in, case you, in case you can't uh, tell, politics is not something we'll talk about this week. We're going to talk about Elden Ring instead because uh, everything is fucked up. So we're going to talk That's about right. this instead. Yes. And Elden Ring brings us joy. Exactly. And pain in equal measures. <laughs> Elden Ring is the latest release from From Software. They are popular for making the Dark Souls games as well as Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And this is... In, in a lot of ways, just kind of, I don't know, their swan song. Like, just like a culmination of everything they've been making. And, man, is it good. Yeah. It is crazy. I wouldn't call it a swan song, because that implies it's their last thing. It's That's true. If, if it, it was their last, their last thing, they'd go out on a high note. I gotta say. Yeah, for sure. Because... Yeah. Guys, I've been playing the game. I just logged. I I checked right before the podcast. I've logged about twenty one hours in this, in this past weekend, and I got it late because uh, Amazon fucked me up, so I had to go to Target and buy it in person. But I played it a lot, and just a minute, just about an hour ago, I was like, "Man, this map is so big!" And then I happened to discover about twice the map that I had already seen, and I'm like, "Okay, this game is huge," and. I'm just, I'm all, at this point, I realized the mountain of stuff I have left to do. Because I was like, oh, I'm probably, I was like, I'm probably like halfway through. I feel like I'm probably a third of the way through at this point. So. Have y'all encountered a teleporter trap yet? I uh, intentionally found it, yes. I found two, yeah. <laughs> Marcus, I think you've been to the one I went to where the giant, you were in the giant fucking tower way to the north with the, with the monster in it that you had to kill. Or I got I went to that to. one today. <gasps> and you and remember you, you hit you hit the map button and you were like, what the fuck? Where am I? Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's way more pleasant than fucking mimics. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely their their most 
accessible and I would say forgiving game I've ever made. It's definitely made with the idea of trying to get more folks to play the games and have in the past. And I'd say it's working. The, like the plentiful flash travel points and fast traveling from anywhere is truly a game changer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that in the past four or five years, we've had a lot of games that are like, hey, we're going to be like Breath of the Wild. And what they do is they copy Breath of the Wild from start to finish and don't try to do anything new. I think this is a great example of someone who is paying homage to a game they love while also making something that is wholly their own. And that's why this is the first game since Breath of the Wild that has, I don't know, has really captured me in the way that it has. I think about this game a lot, and right now I I, I want to be playing it. Like I, I just I think it's so fun, and that's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Smith, you said you said this is the most accessible, I guess, Souls game. <laughs> you say that because that's that's an interesting point because the game's still fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's that's amazing that they've kept that balance between accessible, hard, and fun. Yeah, for sure, impressive. Very Absolutely, impressive. yeah. And I think that like Breath of the Wild was, was not the first open world game, well, but yeah. it perfected the formula. And yeah. now everyone's trying to copy that rather than do their own thing, which is good because it's trying to imitate what's successful, right? But this has has because From has never made, as far as I'm aware, an open world game before. This is the perfect fusion of open world gameplay and also the tightly designed like Dark Souls level the Metroidvania style like levels they would do. Have y'all, y'all been to Stormvale Castle, right? Y'all y'all yeah. fucked around in there for yes. a while. That le- that thing was such a joy to explore. Yeah, I really had fun. I did that one for like two two or two or so hours last night. Holy, it was just so fun, and all the little paths you can find, and sometimes you find a path where you're like, oh, I have to continue on this path for a while because i can't even get back to where i was <laughs> and you just keep doing that for a while it was it was really really fun um, did y'all fight the knife lion in the courtyard behind yes. the, the moreau castle <laughs> yeah no no yeah. no the knife lion in in Stormville castle oh it's a lion with a knife on its foot oh that one, yes oh yes. i didn't face that yet it's a mini boss not even a, right. not even a true boss yes. yeah it feels like a fucking real boss. It deserves he, a fucking He fucked my ass is what he did. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Uh, but two questions real quick about the beginning of this game, boys. One, what class did everyone select? I went with Samurai because how could Ooh. I turn that down? It would just look okay. so cool. Marcus, how I went, about you? I went... Er. Oh, good. Go ahead, uh, Smith. I went Wretch. Same. <laughs> so you guys decided to do the... Like the complete discovery path, like where everything in the game That's right. is important. <laughs> Stay naked yeah. and afraid, baby. Because, because thing is, you started with the with the Uskutana, Seth. Yeah. And I found one, and now I use it all the time. There's no weapon I would rather use. It's the perfect goddamn weapon. So yeah, it's pretty if good. If you were started with that, I feel like it would take some of the fun out of the game of finding a cool weapon or any weapon at all that's not a fucking club and using that. You know. Okay, and my second question is, since you guys both played Resh, I'm assuming this is no, but am I the only one that spent the first three hours of my plate just fighting the Tree Sentinel? (laughs) No, my naked ass saw that fully armored motherfucker on a horse, and I walked the other way. (laughs) Yep. I popped the game in, I did the tutorial, I went outside, and for the entire first night, I started playing it around like, I don't know, 8 or 9 p.m., 
And that's all I did was fight the tree sentinel. Still couldn't beat him. Woke up the next morning, finally beat the tree sentinel. I'm like, okay, now I can play the game. And that was when I started exploring. It was really fun. Obviously, if you're the, I have seen people do it as the wretch, but obviously they are masochists who are good at Dark Souls, and still it was hard for them. So I can understand why you wouldn't do that as the wretch. But uh, it was really fun to to just go ahead and get one of the bosses that um, Dark Souls does best is just big guy with sword with like armor and sword and or spear. Mm-hmm. Just right out of the gate, you get one of their most, like, one of their bread and butter bosses. And it was really, it was really fun to just fight him immediately. Right. And even, even being a wretch and saying, no, I'm not going to fuck with that. I ran into, like, a random cave with wolves in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is a great way to start my, <laughs> my Dark Souls adventure. Those wolves killed me at least six times. <laughs> now, I've been killed more by wolves than some bosses, to be completely honest. The wolves can sometimes... Yeah. Especially if two wolves get like in the front and back of you, you don't have any room to roll. They can just kill you no matter no matter how strong you are. Oh, so it's like real life. You, wait till you meet the bears. Ooh. Oh, I've I've met I've met one or two. <laughs> These the are big. not no no no. Those are not bears. That's a bear and a gorilla. Fucked. That is that is not a bear. A gorilla. Because there's regular ass bears in the game, and then there's uh, those bears. <laughs> there's the other ones that show up. Yeah, damn. I was in a cave walking around and it was like, I saw a treasure chest. And it was like, all the messages said, hey, trap ahead. Trap. Trap. And I was like, ah, not, I don't see a trap. Well, our floor gave out. We're going to end up in a room full of rats. And rats in this game are not a goddamn joke enemy. They are no. fucking scary. And the end of that cave was a goddamn one of those bears in the cave that I had to fight. <laughs> Insanity. How many times do you guys get trolled by the messages on the ground? If it's like, hey, illusion ahead, I always hit the wall, and it's never an illusory yep. wall. Never once has it been correct. They say hidden path ahead, illusory wall. A lot of them like to use the the two words, like the conjunction but and the word hole, and say yeah. butthole a lot. <laughs> um, it's pretty funny, honestly. They're v- very rarely are they helpful, but <laughs> they are very frequently funny. Actually, now that I think about it, I did... One of those messages did lead me to an illusionary wall. Really? Which led me to a fucking boss that murdered me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Give and take, you know? Yeah. The community aspect of Dark Souls has always been fun. The messages that are left are always great. Anytime you find one of those weird metal spikes on the ground, it always has a message on top. You know, yeah. It says, try butthole, or I wish I had a <laughs> big butthole. It's, it's always something funny like that. And then Don't the- give up skeletons, very popular. And then the shadows that show you what the players have been doing in the game, which every once in a while kind of scare me. I'm like, wait, yes. is that is that an enemy coming right behind me as fast as possible? I'm like, oh, phew, it's a it's a ghost. But those Sometimes are always. I'll, really be, cool. I'll be in just a random place and I'll see a guy. He's fighting for his life as a ghost. I'm like, where are any? Yeah, I'm like, what did he lure he out fighting? here? <laughs> what? Where, how did he do this? Uh, I think the best use of uh, the community tools is like you walk to an area. And there's just blood stains everywhere. Yeah. You're like, oh fuck, <laughs> what's gonna it's too happen? Bad. It's too bad they're still broken. Are they still broken for y'all? They don't work for me yet. They don't work at all. Oh, you mean actually pressing them? Yeah. Yeah, they don't work for me. That's too bad. That's weird. Yeah. They work for me. Weird. Really? That's On crazy. Xbox. Ah. 
Okay. Like, yeah, the, the one thing we can say about this game is that the the the, the problem with it is that it was made for the PS5 and the ports are weird in a lot of ways. PC is I'm on PC. I have some serious problems sometimes with frame drops and just you know performance in general is is kind of poor. And this is the first time that I think all three of us are playing it on a different platform cuz I'm on PS5, yep. Marcus is on Xbox, Smith's on PC. Right. Yep. I might buy it again to be on PC. Really? I think yeah. I will like once the randomizers come out and like like Ooh. good like good mods, I'll probably play that cuz this is this is the the Souls game that has really like captured my 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 mind it's up there with like hollow knight as like i want to play this game and i want to see what people are going to do with it because the mods in dark souls are always crazy and mm. yeah i want to see it and the thing is it's one of those games where i don't have to worry about waiting for a sale because these games never fucking go on sale so whatever i just want to buy it at full price i'll just buy it again yeah, yeah it <clears throat> it's a game where just like literally anywhere you go there's something to do there's something weird there's a, a dungeon to find a weird boss to fight or just some just some strange enemies to go see and, and find yeah. out what they're doing you know and it is insane how it is as grim as a Dark Souls game can be but also absolutely beautiful yeah like it looks better than most games of, uh, that are supposed to be on the same caliber like it, it is when you look at those horizons when it has its big Breath of the Wild moment when you open the door I mean it is insane how well they they pulled that off and considering this is their first open world game it is it's just so it feels so polished it feels so at least on the ps5 i know there's problems on their other consoles but it just feels so like fully realized in a way that i don't know i didn't really i didn't expect it to be that well made like i expected a really good game but i just didn't really know what i was getting myself in for and the fact that I'm I'm pretty sure that there's at least eighty to a hundred hours of gameplay out there is really really interesting. A lot of folks have not a lot of folks. Some folks have complained yeah. or said that Horizon Forbidden West came out last week. Before, before this, it looks better, has better graphics and all this kind of stuff. And I say, yeah, that's true. It also probably costs a lot more to make as well. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it it's the, the combat in that game is fine. It ain't this. It ain't fun. This shit is. The world is not nearly as interesting as the one in Elden Ring. Holy God. I mean, I play both of them. It's the thing. I played both games. I, I crushed fucking Forbidden with 33 hours. And that game is not as well designed as an open world as Elden Ring. Not by a long shot. You know, I think the reason people complain about that is because in Elden Ring, there is a main story. But it's not like served to you. And like, hey, this is what's yeah. happening. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Dark Souls thing where... If you want to find the story is there. If you want to try and parse it, that's up to you. Right. You got to read through the items you get. You got to listen to the the people, the NPCs you talk to. It's it's a lot. But yeah, I I did play Dark Souls 3 before getting into Elden Ring. So I feel like Mm -hmm. I have a bit more appreciation for how they tell their stories. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been a big admirer of the Dark Souls games. I've played... All three of the original ones, but never to completion. I us- I think two was the one I spent the most time on overall. Um, mm-hmm. But I always appreciate them. I've watched people play through them on YouTube several times. I just I really find it just so interesting. So I'm I'm really glad they and I played Demon Souls the uh, the remake on PS5. So I'm, I'm really glad I found one that's that's just really really well made and really fun. And I've seen like everyone I saw I'll like open a stream of somebody 
playing Elden Ring and I'll be like, there'll be in an area I've never seen fighting a boss that's bigger than God. And they're like, they have like a helmet on that has 10 like peacock feathers in it and a sword that's taller than anybody in the game. And I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot. There's so much more for me to get to. Yeah, last night I was in the second the second basic zone of the game that you probably get to, Lakes of Lyurnia. And I was just riding up north, just you know, galloping along, looking, looking at stuff. And I found like a point of grace at the bottom of a, of a, of a ladder. And I was like, all right, cool, I'll hit up the ladder. And I then embarked on a two-hour odyssey through caves and tunnels and ladders and elevators and shit, fighting horrible little halfling nightmare men that <laughs> poison you and and bleed you with their weapons. I Insanity. know exactly where you are. <laughs> Harpies, they, the ones that sing... The singing ones scare the shit out of me. They can poison you as well. And at the very end of all this was a fucking giant boss. Or you been there yet, Marcus? No, I have not gone that far yet. <laughs> I, I, there was, a, there was actually a golden sign on the ground to summon an NPC to help me. And I went in there and I fought. I won't tell you what it is. I won't spoil it for you. But I fought the boss and I won after a while. And it was an <laughs> insane experience. And what did I find at the end of all that? Another elevator that took me into another whole new zone of the game. Where I just and I saw some shit that I t- I was like I gotta leave here I should not be in this place I have to go now this is way beyond where I should be oh man yep all the cave exploration like the fact that almost everywhere I go I'm like oh there's a cave here I wonder how big it'll be and then it's like I spend an hour in it and I'm like holy crap and you find one every it feels like every hundred feet or so you find some crazy new area so. I'm I'm just incredibly impressed with how big the the world is, and the other, another good accessibility thing they added is the statues of America, which is mm-hmm. it kind of lets you uh, sometimes not they're not everywhere, but a lot of times they let you get a little closer to a boss or something, so that you don't have to always have a rest site, which are already plentiful. Um, so it's it's really nice that they they added that feature as well. The horse, gentlemen. The oh horse. man, the Torn. horse. Mm. We love them. Uh, that horse, I mean, a, a part of Dark Souls has always been run past things and to get other places. That horse makes that a, just a core part of the game now. Yeah, the on-horse combat is so fun. Yeah. A little, a little, you know, hard to aim your sword sometimes, but still very, very fun. Um, there's this um, mini-boss that's on a bridge, kind of right after the starting area. He's like a big black knight on a big, huge steed, and... It was so fun to fight that guy horseback to horseback. Um, really, really good boss. And I, I was excited. It was uh, it was a pretty easy fight overall, but it really got me used to the, the hang of the uh, the horseback combat. And now I use it a lot, honestly. If I see a, a little a group of like guys, I don't want to just waste all my time like doing my like actual flow of combat on. I'll just get on my horse and hack them away. Yeah. Speaking of the horse, oh my god. So, what I like about open world games is mm-hmm. exploring. You know, see all yeah. the crazy shit out there. There's an area in this game that I'm going to lovingly call Hell. Okay. That's not its official name, but dear God, when you get there, you'll you'll know it's Hell. But <laughs> in Hell, there's a tower you have to climb. And, you know, there's little lips on the edge of the pillars that you gotta climb up. And there are breaks in them. And they want you to jump over them. Yep. Your little human ass, your your human ass jump isn't gonna make it. They want you to get on torrid and make these fucking jumps. 
Yep. You think it'd be easy? It's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Because if you need to stop to like get off torrent, you have to carefully position so you so you don't jump ass off the horse and kill yourself. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful game design and all. <laughs> Yeah, that was the other day I was sitting there playing the game and I was fighting. I was there was Tree Sentinel who took me a while. And then there was um was it Margit, the Fell Omen? Um two bosses that I faced. Like I faced Tree Sentinel one day, Margit the next day. And I was there for, you know, cuz Margit I was severely underpowered when I went when I went to face that one. I had I had to actually beef up. But I was there for like 3 hours and I was getting angry. I was like this piece of shit the moves change the timings are so weird and then i was like i was like so mad and i was like god i love this game <laughs> it's so good um because i was, you, kept wanting to play it when you fought margit so did you did you summon rajir your your friend the sorcerer i don't even have that it's outside you, the door there's a little golden sign yeah. you can summon a cooperator with oh i always i thought that was the uh I always thought that was the co-op, like, players. That's, that's an NPC no, that's using that's an NPC, though. Oh. Yeah, out. no, I didn't do that. I tried using the wolves on Margit, and not really good for that one, because Margit has such a huge hitbox, it just kind of kills the wolves immediately. Mm-hmm. So Jellyfish it, is good against him, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have, I don't have any, the only one I have is the wolves. I don't, I don't have any other ones. You didn't oh talk to Rodrika God. in the Stormhill Shack? I went to Stormhill Shack, and I talked to somebody there. You I gotta, you to gotta talk to three times. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. Okay, so Wait, yeah, that's how you got your jellyfish. Yeah. Wow, I got it a completely different way. How'd you get <laughs> yours? I um, freak. I went to um, like a graveyard, and there's just a bunch of ghostly jellyfish floating around. If they're blue, they're not gonna fuck with you. If they're red, they will fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> and you can turn blue ones red by attacking, obviously, but. Yeah, I think I found it on someone's grave. I was like, what the hell is this? Jellyfish? Okay. <laughs> wow. Good to know. I like how, I like how sometimes you'll be playing the game and you'll be like, yeah, all right, I'm good at this fucking shit. I know how to do this thing. And someone will come along and humble you. I was in Stormvale Castle. I'd fought a giant. I'd fought two little soldiers. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm sick. I'm good. And I found this little, I found an area where this is an NPC who would co- cooperate against Codrick later. I went outside, I saw a bird. I was like, I fought these birds before with the blades on their feet. Not a big deal. I attacked the bird. The bird flies at me. I blocked the attack. It takes off half my stamina with one block. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Then it breathed fucking fire on me. Yep. And I was like, okay, all right. The whole <laughs> new kind of bird. The cool. freaking, the birds who have swords for feet are... <laughs> ridiculous mm-hmm. and throw blow, exploding, exploding barrels at you yeah i do like how for years people have been asking for dark souls to have a jump button and they're like okay you have one now but also enemies are gonna fly and they're gonna be able to jump high as well so <laughs> yep. have fun <laughs> J- jumping attacks man they're great yeah mm-hmm. the jump attack the way that it um has the hidden stance bar break is so good there's one boss, uh, he's he's a big troll, I can't remember which one he is, in the, at the bottom of one of the mines. If you break his, you can break his stance within like, you know, maybe 10 seconds of the fight, and then you can just kill him immediately. It was, I was like, this is amazing. This, this is what games need. <laughs> I do wish that it was like shown to the player, but I guess they just didn't want to. Um, like in Sekiro? Yeah, but I guess they didn't want to do that, which is fine. 
No, so I think I think you fought the Grave Warden duelist, right? The guy with the two the two giant flails. Yeah. Marcus, you fight him as well? The grave Big warden. Jack dude with two flails at the bottom of the catacomb? I fought a big giant dude with two huge hammers. He didn't, he didn't have like, on a chain, you didn't swing him out like on a yes, chain? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Maybe it's hammers. I don't know. That guy. That was my first proper boss fight in the game. I loved it. Holy shit, learning his fucking <laughs> pattern felt so good. Yeah. I think my first boss was a, was a it was a beast man in that wolf cave that I first went to. Yeah. He's pretty he's pretty sick as a, like a first boss. Oh yeah, he was fun. He's, he felt, he felt very bloodborne in a oh, way. Oh yeah. His attack yeah. pattern anyways. Yeah, that's what I love is they're like they're really just adding the DNA that works from all their games into this one. They're so the stealth stuff from Sekiro makes the beginning of the game a whole lot more accessible if you really just want to sneak up and beat people down that way. It's really, really um it's really good. A lot of Bloodborne stuff is in there. And yeah. It's just it's it's really uh the way you kinda want to make games, I think. I think every every game you make should be one more like piece of your puzzle. And they, they really fit, filled it together for Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Although, I have a very hard time calling the the currency runes and not souls. I just, I just call them <laughs> <Right>. souls. <laughs> I think everyone just universally like, yeah, I need more souls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, um, when I played the game as, as a wretch, that first area, the Stormgate Ruins, I was playing goddamn Metal Gear Solid in that area. Um, yeah. Backstabbing guys, trying to, trying to, to live... And the best part is you start off as you start off as wretch. Your club can't even kill enemy in one hit with a backstab. Yeah. I learned that. And I was like, "What? That's hard." And so when I when I first of all first thing I had was I got pants, and I was like, "Pants!" I was so excited. Yeah. And then I killed a guy guarding a great sword, and I was able to do to two hand it right to use it with lower enough stats, and it changed the game because now I kill him in one hit. And I just the progression of me learning how to fight these guys uh, sneakily and then straight up, and now I just I just run through there and kill everybody easily, no problem. It's feel it feels so goddamn good because I didn't my character didn't get much stronger. I just got better at understanding the systems of the game, mm-hmm. yeah, and how they work. Hell yeah! Speaking of, are you guys using any power stances? I oh, will du- dual wielding. No, yes, I have not. Because right I've been dual wielding uchigatanas. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I've got one at a plus five and one at a plus three. Holy and they're, uh, shit. yeah, they're pretty crazy. <laughs> God dang. I am dual wielding uh, axes at the moment. <laughs> one is plus seven and the other is holy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I had to fight some goddamn eternal skeletons who wouldn't stay down unless you killed them with holy. <laughs> I know. I hate those things. I mean, they might be different, but you can kill skeletons by hitting them when they're down, basically. As long as you hit them one more time no, when no, they're no. down. No, there are, like, empowered skeletons. Oh, there are new ones. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's some weird, like, aura glowing from them. Oh. And you can't hit them while they're down and reassembling. Oh. You need holy. <laughs> I have heard there is also a, a, a kind that necromancers make in this game. You gotta find the necromancer and kill him to oh, shot the resurrections. Oh, shit. Like in the old Dark Souls games. God damn it. That's terrifying. Did you guys fight the boatman? I did boat fight man, the boatman. No. In in Summon Water up in the northern part of uh Limgrave? Mm-hmm. I, I got that stuff down. I got, the... I got the scroll to summon the skelly boys. 
Mm-hmm. And if you go back to should I should to I, D? I, yeah, he'll introduce you to someone who's very interested in you killing yeah. more of those. <laughs> he is, isn't he? That guy is a, a real interesting person. <laughs> Right. Have you when you when you turn around from that guy Marcus and look out at the, at the zone you're in? What's that thing standing there? I don't know. I'm not fucking with it though. Fucking Anubis is standing here. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> this game is so fucking crazy. It reminds me of when I was a kid in like you know middle school, and video games were still kind of a mysterious thing in a way. But it was really before game facts got huge and shit. And you could just be at school talking about shit you saw in a video game, and it would probably be true, a bit distorted from talking to, as kids. This feels like that. There's just so much weird shit to go wander off and find. find. Like, Marcus, you found the underground place, right? The, yes. There's a the, second underground place. I've heard of this second underground place. Oh, God. So if you don't know about this place, it is wild. There is a whole underground world down there. Where 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 around. would one go if they wanted to find the underground world? It's like central Limgrave, a little a little north, sort of in like a forest. There's a little well, right? Isn't that where you found it, Marcus? Oh, is it a well? I forgot where I found it. What I do remember is the elevator to get down there glows after you step on it. Uh huh. And it goes. It goes for a while. <laughs> it goes for such a long time. And you emerge into a truly unimaginable place. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Because when you say that, Marcus, I thought some of the Everjails, which are kind of otherworldly. No, there's a whole other place. <laughs> That's more like, Everjail feels kind of more like pocket dimension. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good lord. There's just so much to find. It's such a fucking fun game. No matter what you do, there's, there's content to go do something somewhere, you know? Damn right. Yeah. It's honestly crazy that they... I mean, because they were saying preliminary, they're like, oh, you know, average players probably like 30 hours of gameplay. And I'm like, I am at 20 and I don't even, I don't even think I've scratched the surface just yet. So mm-hmm. your estimates might be a little off from some. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even found the way into Raya Lucaria Academy yet. I'm still fucking around uh, in, around the Arnia. I haven't even gotten in that place. Y'all haven't beat Godric, have y'all? No, not yet. Uh, I, I mean, like I've... A- I faced him once, a little underpowered, and now I've just been beefing up for a while, getting upgrades. Yeah, I feel like if I fight him one more time, I'll definitely beat him this time, since I understand him better. Here's a little tip for y'all, by the way, when, mm-hmm. once you do beat Godric. Uh, he'll drop a thing, uh, an item, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that's listening, I guess. Uh, it, that item will not do anything just yet. You have to take it to the the long bridge with the three giant iron golems. <gasps> Marcus, you've been here. I have. At the end, there's a teleporter. <gasps> use that teleporter, and it'll take you to a location where you can use that item to give yourself a really great uh, uh, power-up, basically. Interesting. And there'll be a person that you'll unlock in Roundtable Hold after you do this who will allow you to trade that item in for some fucking sweet-ass weapons if you want. Okay. Nice. There's... Oh, yeah. Also, Smith, the, the girl you meet at a... In front of the Stormfront Castle, mm-hmm. you said she was dead. Which girl? Wait, which, which castle are we talking about here? The Storm Storm uh, Stormwind Castle. There's like a little shack. Stormvale, which Storm Stormhill Shack? Yeah, R- Rodrika. Right. right. 
You said when you went back to see her, she was dead. No, diff- different lady. Different lady. No? Okay. Yeah. All right. Rodrika's important because if you talk to her enough, she will then go to Roundtable Hold and give you a really cool thing, a service she can provide. Oh, oh, I know. I got it. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, did, y- did y'all beat Morn Castle down to the south with the with the the, the Wolfman at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that sword you get from that? Oh, the the Game of Thrones sword. Which, by the way, <laughs> listeners, I was talking to Smith about this the other day, and he spoiled it for me a little bit because he was like, "Oh, you know, there's George R. R. Martin stuff here because you know how there's that chair in Game of Thrones is made of swords. He's like, there's a sword version in this game, and I got so excited. I was like, they made a a sword that's made of chairs." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "No, you idiot! <laughs> swords. That would be dope. Would be great. Imagine us a bunch of like little little sofas and recliners, sharp as hell, making up a sword. <laughs> you know what? I want to say something that's just it's just a chair. It's just a wooden chair. You two hand it, and you just no. Yep. It's like a steel chair, and you're like you go around like WWE, just beating the hell out of people's heads. <laughs> because you know, some speedrunner hit the game with it. You know, in, in yeah. like a year or so." Oh, I'm ready for like the speed runs that are like no horse, you know, no no leveling, no nothing. <laughs> I'm just ready for all of it. I recently saw someone do like a, a weapon change speed run, so <laughs> all the weapons change like every few seconds. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> Wait, in this game? No, in um like Dark Souls oh, okay. Two. It was, that was fun. that was pretty cool, right? Cool. I've seen runs where you have to use the most recent weapon you found or a piece of armor or yeah. equipment. Those are always fun. But yeah, this game just has... it's good. I'm going to play it for a fucking long time because there's so much to do. I am very scratched the surface yet and I have never had this much fun with a, with a, a, a soul game. Simple as that. Same. Hell yeah. I've, like I said, I've tried them for a while. I appreciate them a lot, but this this is the one. This is the one that kind of brings it all together and makes something that's a little little more accessible and a little more just overall fun. Like Not, not just because it's quote easier um it's just because it's just a great game and everything that's good about their games has just come together it's early but it might be game of the year the the only thing is and this is crazy freaking breath of the wild 2 is coming out this year as well (laughs) supposed to come we'll see supposedly yes but if it does that'll be two like heavy hitter innovators of open world in a one year so if Breath of the Wild 2 maintains the the fucking quality of the first, which I don't see why it wouldn't, that'd be a hard race. That'd be such a hard race. Especially since one of the games is like inspired by the other one. And Breath (laughs) Breath of the Wild itself had some Dark Souls influences. They even said that they said we like Dark Souls. We wanted to bring a little bit of that into Zelda. So these things are just like recycling and they're just making each other better and better and better. Um, so yeah, in, in the in the in the calculus of these two games, right, the two we have now currently, Breath of the Wild one and and uh, Elden Ring, there's a difference. And here's the criticism of Breath of the Wild that I agree with: the dungeons in that game are not up to the quality of a Zelda game. No. There are the four great, the, or what are they called, great beasts, or whatever. Beasts. Those are divine beasts. Those are pretty good dungeons, but the the shrines are not nearly as intricate as they should be, in my opinion. Yeah. Make fewer of them and make them more intricate is an idea. However, Elden Ring took that lesson and said, hey, we're going to have a big open world, but the pieces, the, the dungeons that we have will be 
our fucking shit. This will be designed to the quality of a Dark Souls level. And so far, that's true. Yeah. And so I feel like in that in that respect, Elden Ring is kind of winning out a little bit so far in the terms of both halves of its game are just as good as the other. Yeah. Mm. What you just said is my main kind of wish list for Breath of the Wild 2. I really want, um, instead of 120 shrines, I'd rather have, like, honestly, 20 good dungeons. Maybe yeah, even less. Like, if they're really, really as, as like, expensive as some of the old Legend of Zelda games, you could have 10 or 15 dungeons that are really, really well made and have those kind of serve as the the way to upgrade your character and the way to, to get ready for the in-game stuff. Because, as, and I've played Breath of the Wild, I've 100%ed, well, except for Koroks, I've 100%ed the game three separate times. <laughs> so I really love the game. But even I'm like, the shrines are the shrines can be a, a bit much and some of them are a bit repetitive. So refine that it'll be so good and i think that's something the elden ring has done like you said they have their version like the stuff that dark souls has done right their dungeons if you want to call them are all throughout this game while also making this big open world and i'm just i'm really and yeah if breath of the wild even hits that mark a little bit god this is going to be such a weird year for game of the year and who knows what's going to crop up in between i mean every year there's like one big indie game that comes out of nowhere and it's huge so who knows it's already here. It's called Vampire Survivor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, that game is the game is really, really fucking good. Yeah, right, and so simplistic too. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this: we just saw it yesterday. The new Pokemon uh, was announced, uh, oh, Scarlet yeah. and Violet. Which, come on, guys, you can't just start making up colors. All right, I know you're running out of them, <laughs> but just don't blow yeah, my You can't here. name them after right? actresses. Come on, you know, <laughs> real colors. I googled this whole Scarlet shit. It's just red. It's just red again, guys. <laughs> you can't just do this. Can't fuck with me. What's, what would what's the next you, one be called? This is this is the Elden Ring episode. But what would you choose as the next prototype for a Pokemon name? They've used like Pokemon colors. Got oh okay, they can't do colors. No, no, I'm saying they've used colors. They've used gemstones. They've used this and that. They've used planets. Like, what is the next right. thing we can name Pokemon after? Hmm. Let's see here. I mean, I got one. I would probably go uh, Pokemon uh, Bone and Pokemon Teeth. (laughs) I feel like that's Bone and Bone. (laughs) Yeah. According to medical science, there's doctors and there's dentists. They're two different things. (laughs) Mine would be Pokemon Ross and Pokemon Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Or Pokemon January, Pokemon February. Oh, and let's do the months. Oh man, um, hmm, fuck! I haven't thought about Pokemon in in ages. <laughs> I want to play RCS because I heard they kind of reinvented the formula a little bit. Because I love Pokemon, but and after a while, I'm like, okay, I fucking played this game. I get it. So I'm hoping RCS is kind of a breath of fresh air. It is. Mm. It is. That's good. Uh, but yeah, I I just got. I mean, bad Elden Ring, y'all. Yes, this Elden game Ring is. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it feels like it's even hard to talk about it too much because there's so much that we haven't even seen yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's way more game than anyone here has experienced just yet. I know some folks who are like apparently getting close to the end. I have no idea how you're doing that. What the fuck? I've been watching this one streamer who, ever since it released, he's been streaming 24 hours until he finishes Elden Ring. He's oh, not. God. He's not going to turn the stream off until he beats the game. 
Wow. Uh, he claims he's going to beat it tonight, it. so we'll see. Yeah, that's pretty wild because there's just so much yeah. to do. There really is. I mean, it, it, I haven't even said, like I said, I've said, put the, in the second Legacy Dungeon. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it because it, it looks cool as hell from the outside. I can't wait to get in the Rail Lucaria Academy. Um, but there's just the, the, everything around it is so cool. I was riding around earlier and a goddamn giant crawdad came out of the goddamn border <laughs> to try and kill me. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, I eat you. Not the other way around. <laughs> that happened to me. Not today. I was fighting. I was finally fighting some crabs because I got powerful enough. Where I was like, I can beat these guys pretty easily. So I'm fighting this one crab, you know, I'm beating his ass. And then while I'm on him, Two crabs come out of the ground and start fucking <laughs> chopping me. And I'm like, what the hell? They caught you in a, uh, a pincer maneuver. They did. Oh, that's where it originated. So, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, crabs came up with the strategy. I do love when I go to the beach, um, I, I see a crab, there's a message next to him, and it just says crab. Oh, my God. I thought you were talking about going to the beach in real life. But I'm like, when is the last time you've caught to a beach? <laughs> It's been like at least twelve years. Uh, in fact, if I go um, next time I go to a beach and I see a crab, I'm gonna leave three little lines in the ground and put a little note. <laughs> yep. Crab. See if anyone finds it. We'll post it. <laughs> Why, dude? You know, someday if they ever make like augmented reality a real thing, there will be a, a fucking app to do Dark Souls messages. Yeah, there'll be messages for sure. Absolutely. Guys, hold on. Wait, shut up. Shut up. Wait, shut up. Yeah, Delete this part for the podcast. <laughs> Contact part from software. <laughs> That's ours. <laughs> we have an idea for you, gentlemen. We'll sell it to you for $1 million. Yes. And if we... fucking if fucking Nintendo can make a 3DS and a goddamn... Remember that, that cardboard shit they made? The Labo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We can do this, I think. The whole Wii U. Yeah, that whole... <laughs> console man <laughs> but uh you will not see Elden Ring on the Switch unfortunately I don't think oh no no probably well, isn't not it, isn't it coming to the Steam Deck at some point <laughs> they say that the Steam Deck uh, y'all seen that thing it's like a foot long right it I'm is like, quite large honestly I'm like yeah, yeah like, it's powerful but like my Switch is like one third of the size and right there's like really good games on the Switch that I can play without having to Weight lift. At a certain point, how portable can it be? That is my exact question. I've seen reviews of it, and people are like, wow, it is actually very powerful. I'm like, yeah, but if you're like on a plane, it's like a half your suitcase is your freaking Steam Deck. <laughs> like, what is it's, the point? It's probably like illegal or some shit, right? Like, it's probably like a terrorist device or some shit. It's gotta be. <laughs> I mean, it's so big. You need like a goddamn baby Bjorn to carry it in. Oh, God. Yeah, like who's just casually sliding their foot long electronics into their pocket? You know, exactly. You know, some fucker is <laughs> some guy who's he's had his Jinko jeans since the nineties, been waiting for this moment. <laughs> yes, my Jinko time has come. Jeans. How many podcasts released this week about Elden Ring also mentioned Jinko jeans? I <laughs> None. None like the one. millennials. <laughs> no, we're 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 the one podcast. But we're yeah, the one podcast. <laughs> The yeah. only one. Yep. In the communist future, there'll be one podcast. It'll be ours. Yep. Excellent. Um, yeah, being on Steam Deck is pretty interesting. I mean, Steam Deck itself is just a whole novelty. I'm not sure it'll catch on. I don't think it's going to really do it, you know, but... I don't think the affordability is there. They abandon things. 
Valve just gives up on shit, you know? Like Especially hardware projects. Yes. <laughs> um, the Steam, I'm glad they're, I mean, I don't use VR, but I'm glad they're apparently still supporting that thing for a while because I feel like if sales dip on that, there's just going to be people who have these $1,200 headsets that are useless. Um, Rip to my fucking Steam controller. I have my drawer somewhere. I have a Steam controller <laughs> as well. <laughs> Suckers. Yeah. I actually like my Steam controller when I play with it, but then I was like, I was like, it's nice, but it's not any, it's not better than the controllers I'm already using. So I stopped using right. it. But it wasn't bad, but yeah. I just couldn't really justify using it that much. So earlier today I was playing Elden Ring and I was fighting the Crucible Knight in uh, in Limgrave in one mm-hmm. of the Everjails. Fuck that motherfucker is what I say. I died like maybe 12 times and I was like, here's the thing, guys. This is always the worst part about Dark Souls is the first time you fight a boss, you get him down to like a quarter of his health and then you'll die. And you're like, all right, cool. I'm going to take what I learned and go back in and beat him the second time. And you will never get that close again (laughs) for hours. I've learned that. This is what I do. I'll fight a boss at like nighttime, whatever. I'll fight him for like two hours, and I'll have that moment where I get him really close. And I'm like, okay, one more. I get I get dumpstered. I'm like, okay, I'll do it in the morning. The next morning, I've just woken up. My first attempt, I get him to like 10% HP, and I'm like, I'm fresh. I'm ready this morning. And then I regress right back to where I was the last <laughs> night, and I have to just work my way back up to finally <laughs> killing him. These games really give you that whole feeling of what, when you're watching a sports team or whatever and they, they start to choke and lose and there's some guy who's always like, well, just don't choke. Just don't do it. <laughs> this game is like, yeah, easy to say that, buddy. I say it to myself. Smith, just don't choke. Just beat the fucking knight. You know his pattern. Nope. Can't do it. <laughs> no, you're a fucking idiot. You're going to die again. <laughs> Brain and hands don't match up. See, that's the thing. Some some bosses in this game, you can summon help. Like when you're when you're ashes, you can bring in a, a, a little buddy to help you out. Some bosses, you can't. And I thought that's the actual Dark Souls challenge right there is trying to, mm. to beat those bosses um to to prove your true worth and it's not even that worth it i, I, I look at what i get from beating him it's not anything i want but I, I now it's my pride now it's pride on the line damn right how about how in stormville castle those motherfucking knights with the wind powers oh yeah <gasps> i have not killed one of them yet i just run past those bitches i'm like this is oh uh, this is too much for me it's too much my time i have to spend i i mm. If what they're using is the storm stomp, and my storm stomp can't do that, I'm so upset. There better yeah. be like an empowered version. <laughs> Marcus was actually, we were talking while I was playing it in Storville Castle. I was so drunk, and these fuckers were killing me so much. I was extremely pissed, and I got very tilted <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to beat a regular ass enemy, not even a boss or a mini boss. They respawn. Like, what the fuck? All right. And we also learned that when Smith drinks, I get smarter. Yeah, that's, that's true. Marcus is a you should drink. You should drink more often, Smith. He said so many in- incredibly smart things. So should have heard him. <laughs> drink more for me. I don't, I don't know if I believe this. He's so, he, dude. He's so full of wisdom. If you start drinking, you'll see it. I swear. I swear. Will you be drinking as well, Marcus? Debatable. We'll we'll see how the night goes. Okay. I, I, I imagine. I imagine with both of you drinking, I'll be hyper intelligent and I'll just mm. solve all the world's problems as possible. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And there was a moment in Stormville Castle while I was, was just walking along, doing my business, and there was no messages, there was no bloodstains, there was no phantoms, and some fucker just grabbed me from behind and stabbed me in the kidney and I died. <laughs> And I was like, the real Dark Souls oh, begins here. <laughs> so early in the game. One thing I do whenever I play the Souls games is I'm like, how do I upgrade my weapon as soon as possible? Because I just like having a, a better weapon. So I googled, oh, where's the earliest place you can find smithing stones? They're like, oh, at the very beginning of the game, there's this little cave. You go down there, you can get like six or seven smithing stones. I'm like, cool. So I go down there. I'm just chilling. There's these big old bulbous guys in the water. They don't really do much. You can walk right past them. So I was I was looking at one of them and then all of a sudden I see a big claw from a, a crab. And I'm like, oh crap, there's a big crab. And my and my, my wife was there with me. We were both looking at the game. We're like, oh, let's run. So I run as fast as I can and we're like <sighs> we look behind us, literally right behind us with his claw up. It was the scariest, scarier than any horror movie I've ever watched is this crab who had gained all this distance on me. And, uh, yeah, he got me then. Luckily, I was able to make it into the cave and survive. But, man, the crab almost uh, almost made me shit oh, myself, for sure. Yeah, the crab does have double the legs as Torrent, so makes yeah. sense he's so fast. <laughs> but I, I was yeah. not using my horse, was the thing. And, I, and actually, oh. that's one thing. For the first, like, seven or eight hours, I didn't even touch the horse. <laughs> um, I was just like, I wonder how much I can hoof through this. Or, I should He's the one that hoofs it. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> How much I can foot through this? And then I was like, you know what? Maybe a horse is worth it. And yeah. Horses changed the whole game. The double jump. How have we not mentioned that the horse can double jump? Fucking double jump. It's crazy. If you would have told me, oh, they're adding a jump to Dark Souls. I'm like, really? Wow. After all these years. They're like, and guess what? There's two of them. I'll be like, you're crazy. Get it. <laughs> you had me for a second. I believed you. No, thank you. You're wrong. Yeah, thing is, like in, in Breath of the Wild, I never used a horse. I was a, I was an on foot boy all the Me time. Me neither. I played that game once. I never used it. I am a horse. I am a horse twenty four seven. You're on this horse getting around. If I see something I don't like, I run past it. I'm like, let's go torrent. We're not doing our fuck with this. Right. And, and remember that you times. get those iframes whenever you summon him. So if something's mm -hmm. coming at you, you can summon it and get away without taking damage. Hell but then there are times when you get dismounted. Y'all, y'all seen this? You get dismounted. Yeah, because you're being invaded. Yep. Oh. Yep. That happened to me. I was like, because usually when you go into a castle, you know, you have to dismount. But I dismounted out of nowhere, and I'm like, what's what what's happening? I thought it was just the area of the map I was on. Maybe they had a little rule. But then no, I got invaded, and uh, I'm oh, I'm cool. two and zero on the NPCs. I've not I've not lost an NPC yet. So wow. who'd you who'd you fight? Who was who was this one? I don't remember. Was it Nigerius? There's like a hundred of them, right? There's like a guy who has a a, sword, a knife that shoots out blood when he slashes at you with it. You fight no, him? No, I did not fight him. Yeah, he's a real, he's a piece of work. I fought I Anastasia do. the Tarnished Eater today. Oh, shit. Oh, I think I beat Anastasia too, yeah. She uses the fucking, the giant cleaver from Dark Souls 1, Mildred the Maneater used. Yep. <laughs> but she doesn't drop it. That was the cool part of Mildred was getting that fucking giant cleaver. You I want can, that thing. You can still get it though. I forgot where, but I have two of them. <laughs> Great. So handy. Yeah, thanks, Marcus. And, no, sorry, I'm, small flex. <laughs> but also, in the, uh, the 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 round table area, you know where that balcony is. Mm -hmm. If you jump off, if of you it, jump down there, you fight an NPC. Yeah, it, I saw a lot good. of blood stains. 
Yeah, yeah. you could be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive club. <laughs> Anyone dumb enough? All the way. I love by the way how generous the fall damage is in this game. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Although I was very upset when I found out that you can't um, jump off of something incredibly high with your horse and then use the double jump to save yourself. Uh, I was I was like I figured because that's what I do in like Risk of Rain too. That's my go to is get one hoppo feather, jump off something, and I can't die. I have a double jump. But that does not work in Elden Ring. They did not contact Hoppo about that um, functionality. You want to hear something even worse than that? What? The jumping, the double jump, if you do that on your horse, it actually just keeps extending the fall timer, basically. So you will actually die from falls you could have survived if you double jump at the wrong time. Damn. So yeah, one... The Clever one bad notes. part of the horse. Oh, man. And I just love, like, how we've spent so much time just in Limgrave, at least I have, exploring. There's just there's shit tucked in every part of that map to go look at and do, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so many crazy... Have y'all fought the Knight Rider yet? Or the, the Knight's Cavalry? Yeah. The Knight's Cavalry. Mm-hmm. That's a fun... He only comes out at night uh, near Morn Castle. He's a fucking fun fight. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fought. Um, there's a the 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 guy who plays the Limgrave is a very similar fight to him. There, um, but yeah, they're they're very good fights. I, I like those a lot. You, also, I was just wandering around recently, and I was just like walking around, just doing my shit, and I heard the boss music. I was like, what the fuck? And this giant thing called the Death Bird fell out of the sky and attacked me, and we had oh. ourselves a fucking throwdown. <laughs> oh shit! It's crazy. Does does the Death Bird have teeth? It does. And it pecks you with them if you're not careful. Birds with teeth are terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And the fact that you can fight whole bosses on horseback is so cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Any of the ones in the overworld are so cool for that. Have y'all used the the charged R2 attack on your horse? I found out about it thanks to um, a a very helpful video from Iron Pineapple. And I I watched that and I was like, now I use that shit so much. Especially when you're like going up against a group of guys and it's hard to like target each one. If you're strong enough, you can just R2 your way through like five of them. Yep. Oh, guys, the weapon skills. How cool was that shit? Oh, yeah. Yes, the weapon arts, Ashes of War. The unsheath on the samurai is so incredibly useful. You basically just use it all the time in every fight, and it is so, so satisfying. Do you get iframes on it? You get some. I think you get some on the end. Like when you when you extend, I believe you get a couple there. Because I've kind of like tanked some hits. I heard it can parry. Ooh, I don't know that. If you I'll get check it, that out. Time, I, I, thought, I thought it can parry. I don't know. I'll have to check it I out. I use it a little bit. Probably can. Again, the problem with Uchikatana is that it's so good, you won't replace that skill. You'll never use another one. That's the thing, yeah. And plus, it already scales off of dexterity, and you're pumping that anyway. So, yeah. Um, pretty pretty strong. It's pretty nice. Although, do you guys know what the secret is? Like, what kind of weapons do you have to f- use to face, like, the rock-type guys, the, the, mines, the guys in the mines? I think if you two-hand weapons, you can get through their armor and start staggering okay i two hand my uchi katana most of the game and those guys like i I fought through a couple of them and i'm I'm pretty strong right now i was doing no damage like if if i do like i don't know 300 damage to somebody else i would do you know like 50 to these guys 
And then when I fought a boss that was like made of rocks at the end of one of these um, tunnels. And I mean, I was doing six damage per hit on this thing. Oh, so <laughs> um, I don't think the Uchigatana is good for that purpose. What yeah, color rock was it? Blue. A crystallion? You fought a crystallion? Yes. You got to use blunt weapons on those guys. Okay, so like clubs and stuff? Yeah, but once you stagger them, they take super amounts of damage from that. So Okay, Ooh. I'll have to get a club or something. Very nice. You should. You could use the, uh, you've got the strength for the Warhammer you got from beating the uh, the Grave Warden uh, duelist. He has a pretty good Warhammer you can equip and use. Okay, yeah, I'll have to do that. Two-hand that baby and, and go to town. But no. yeah. So many cool things like that, you know. The the guys, the miners. My whole my whole strategy is still Uchigatana, but use uh, jump attacks and then just back up because their poise is incredible. Holy fuck, they have so much fucking super armor. <laughs> I mean, they're basically walking rocks. So. <laughs> you can't stagger those guys. It's crazy. Also, I was down in some fucking cave, wandering around, and I found just. I mean, it was like a a, a six armed zombie man in a in a cage. With six crossbows for hands and also oh, six yeah. swords. Mm-hmm. Those, fuckers Those fuckers were insane. Oh, yeah. Have you fought the, the grandpas that, that use the fucking rocks that shatter into missiles? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? I hate those fucking guys. They're such pieces of shit. That sounds sick, though. Yeah. <laughs> and this is another great thing about this game is how, like, we're all at like varying levels of progress, and each one of us is like, oh, I've seen this thing, and I've seen this thing. Oh, it's just so cool to talk to people about this game. Because one yeah. thing they did, and people, that some people are upset about, is there's not a quest log. There's not like little checkmark progress things. This game is all in your head. <laughs> like you, mm-hmm. What you remember and what you know about the game is all on you. And of course, there's YouTube videos, and there's like resources online. But it's, it's very hard to just be like, oh yeah, you've done X, 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 and X, so you can do X now. Um, so I, I really, I really really enjoy that. You can just talk to people and you've all had a different experience, but it's still unified. It's so cool. Yeah. There were folks mm-hmm. that were like, man, this boss here is so easy. You're posting videos of it on the internet. And I was like, man, it'll look easy. But I never saw it. I was like, yep. where is this thing? And just yesterday, I was wandering around. And I found I found like a place where I just walked right past when I started off the game and never even saw. And I was like, "Oh, this is the easy dungeon everyone's talking about." I was like, "Wow, there's shit I missed." Have y'all ever have y'all encountered the the fiery pillars yet that that show up the the traps in the dungeons or whatever? No, they shoot fire down hallways. Oh, oh. um, is that what they're no, called? but I saw pillars. someone encounter them. Pro tip: shoot them with a bow. That makes them go down to the ground. Oh. Second pro tip. If you jump on top of them, but time it well, your foot will hit the lip and start making come back up. And then, then it'll start shooting flames at enemies. You'll get kills that easy, easy that way. Oh, nice. I was fighting some fucking skeletons and I was, oh my God. I was so low on health. There were four of them and I had, I was like, I'm going to lose, but wait, I'll jump on the fucking pillar trap and that will flame them and kill them. Right. And I, I worked. And then one of them with a great sword, just j- the tip of it just got me. Odell right on the fucking toe. And I died. I was so <laughs> angry. <laughs> I was so pissed. How many times have you guys lost runes because you got you, you couldn't stop yourself from going to a place looking around? I oh my god, the most I've lost I think was thirteen thousand souls. 
Ah, uh, the most I've lost at this point is probably like forty five hundred, maybe. Oh, um, sixty five hundred for me. Yeah. Gee. Wait, Marcus, yeah. how'd you Mar- lose thirteen thousand? Okay, so I was exploring hell. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> and there was a cave, and I was like, "I love these caves. Let's see what's in this one." Oh boy! Basically, it's just flooded with rot. Like, the status effect that builds? Holy shit. So I'm going through. I'm like, okay, this is getting bad. Let me let me fucking teleport out. Oh, shit. I can't. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. All right. I was like, okay, fine. Just go to the boss. Kill it. Get the fuck out of here. I, I, I work my way through the rot. The monsters. They have fucking rot flowers in there. I get to the boss. It's a night. It's a clean rot night. And I'm like, okay, I fought with you before. This will be easy. Summon, I'll summon a, a jellyfish, start fighting. He has another friend who backstabs me. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way I can beat them right now. <laughs> I shouldn't be in hell in the first place. So yep. I abandoned my 13,000 souls and dipped out. <laughs> oh, hate to see it, man. It hurt. It yeah, I had this bad moment where when I, when I was first fighting Margit, and I, like I said, I was underpowered. I'd got I'd gotten that point where I was like, I've gotten this person down to one fourth HP. I can do this. And then one of the th- things that kept me going without going to level up was that I had uh, about four thousand souls on me. And if I to get them back, you have to beat the boss. So every time I went and fought Margit, my main thing was get the souls, then then basically start fighting. And I'd got I'd, I'd I'd done that so much, and it was insane because so many times when I was like, you know what, I'll give up these souls, I don't care. But I kept back, I, I still went back in, and then there was one time out of nowhere, I'm right in front of the souls, it, it, no problem. It's it's a regular one. I'm I'm at high spirits. I can I think I can win this time. I walk up to the souls, and while I'm pressing triangle, he just two shots me. And I was like, and, and, and this it hadn't, I had attempted him probably like 30, 40 times at this point. And it never had happened in this way. And it happened. And I was like, okay, time to go beef up. I, I, I can, <laughs> I can give up now. This is crazy. Oh man. Yeah. There's just, you gotta, you gotta love this game, man. There's even when I'm losing, I'm having fun as a thing. Like that's, that's the mark of a good game is when I'm fucking eating shit. I'm still like determined to get, do more. And the, because the, the great thing is, there's no there's no like roadblocks like there is in Dark Souls. There's you can fuck off, do something else for a couple hours, come back stronger. Like that's it's it's great that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh. they've not had that before. And also the fact the fact that you can fast travel from anywhere, ba- almost anywhere basically, to any point in, in the fucking game is a game changer. You can go do so much shit now without worry of like having to get back to a place to do stuff at. You know. Yeah. yeah, I love how it's generous, but like Marcus said, it's only so generous. If you're underground, <laughs> you got to be real careful because it can only do so much. Well, yeah, I, I think what keeps me going is like, like, like what Smith said. Not Smith, Seth. You had some souls left in the uh, in the boss fight. I like to kill some like minor enemies, get more souls, get them back to add them to the pot. <laughs> so. Ah. If you keep doing that over and over again, your pot will be huge as long as you don't fucking lose it. Yeah. <sighs> I did. I did see there is a place in the game. I won't say where just yet, but I saw a video about this uh, that included this as a part. 
there's a dragon in this game that is bigger than God that uh, uh, can't actually fight you if you take it from behind. It's kind of weird, but you can spend an hour hitting it with a sword and won't kill it. <laughs> like it takes forever, oh, uh, but it drops like 75,000 souls or whatever when it dies. Um, yeah, there is more than one dragon in this game. True that. Did you find, did you find the first dragon, Seth? Yes, ra- completely randomly. <laughs> it was funny because I was reading an article online and they, they were like, this part of the map where if you're if you go at the right time of the day, the, the dragon won't be there. And I'm like, the dragon? What? So then I was like, this person's crazy. And eventually one day I'm just going through there. I'm like, oh, that dragon. That's the, t- the one who's <laughs> killing all those villagers. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm out. Oh, you didn't fight the dragon? No, I didn't fight it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I am sure, I mean, very maybe, intimidated. Yeah, I'm intimidated by dragons. Anything with wings? Whew. There was one. <clears throat> there was one area. I think Marcus, you've been here as well. In in the in the swamp, though, you know where you're fighting through those in, those ruins, the dragon burnt ruins, and all those zombies are just scared of you. They're not trying to fight, trying to run away, and you murder them anyways. Mm-hmm. And down in y'all, have you been here as well, Seth? Mm-hmm. And you head down and open that treasure chest. And what happened to you? Is that the one you get teleported? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know those terror mines in hell, and you walk yeah. outside, you're like, "What the fuck is this place?" <laughs> It's great, man. It's great. There's just so much. There's just there's just so much game, and I'm amazed that it is as big as it is. Like you know, there's it feels like it's unreal how large this game is. Yeah, that's what's constantly impressing me is it's their first open world effort, and they really fucking went for it. <laughs> they yeah, they they knocked out of the park. I'm very excited to play more of it. Um, I honestly think we should next week we should just do a check in. We, we probably will. Like, <laughs> and a uh, friend of the show Ben is also going to be playing Elden Rings. We might get to have a little guest appearance. Talk, talk I want to see Ring. Ben stream this game. I want to watch Actually, he's that. streaming right now. I was about to say he is. I'm pretty sure he's streaming it right now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Check that out. Then. So once again, here. all of our live listeners, you can watch Ben <laughs> play Elden Ring at this moment. <laughs> well, before we go, I just want to say that so far, based on my like 24 hours of gameplay, holy fuck, 24 hours in three days is insane. I'm going to mm-hmm. give this a 9 out of 10. Uh, it's not a perfect 10 for one reason, and it is the, it is the, the performance issues. Just fix that. Because here's the thing. The game runs fine. Like, the graphics are great. Frame rate is usually 60 FPS on my computer. That's good. But the, the drops, the hitches, the glitches, and stuff like that, fix that, and it'll be a 10 out of 10 game. Uh, and that seems... Here's the thing, though. That's fixable. That's the thing a game could actually have fixed in the end. Right? Yeah. Um... Gameplay is harder to fix. This doesn't need that. Just fix it. Just fix performance. It'll be a ten out of ten game. Easy. Yeah, I can. I'll probably. Wait, I'll wait till next week to give a full assessment. But I, I definitely am. Am feeling that assessment. Um, oh yeah. But since this is the time of the podcast where we normally talk about what we've been doing, but we've already talked about that, I would like to give give you guys a little anecdote from my week okay. that was hilarious. So I went to get my taxes done. Um, I did this in person because I hate doing my taxes and I'd rather just let somebody else do it for me. So, um, the tax, there's a little tax booth in a Walmart close to me. I went to that and there was this lady who did me and my wife's taxes and she said some of the most insane shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, so in North Carolina, the mask mandate for indoor spaces has been dropped. You don't have to wear a mask anymore. Me and my wife still wear masks because uh, we value not being sick. 
And that's what we do. It's your, at this point, it's completely personal choice if you want to wear one or not. Correct? That's how you'd say it. Mm-hmm. This lady, at first she seems okay, but as soon as we start talking, like she keeps complaining. She's like, oh, I can't understand you through the mask. I can't understand you. What, what was that? I can't hear you through the mask. So we like, we just speak louder and everything. We're like, okay. And then after, and like at that point, she's like, okay. And she starts taking out her information. And then unprompted, she's just like, there's this big like plastic shield on the, the table. She's like, just so you guys know, there's a shield in place and I produce natural antibodies. So nothing, <laughs> nothing can really get to me and I cannot spread it to you. So the masks are not necessary. And at that point, I wanted to fucking duct tape my mask to my face and let her know <laughs> I'm not taking this shit off. Even Did even she if offer I offer you essential oils as well. <laughs> exactly. Even if at this point I was like, ah, I'll take it off, I'm never taking this thing off at, the, at now. You have crossed the line. I have no idea. Uh, she was so adamant that we don't wear our masks. And that when she said, oh, by the way, I'm basically the cure to COVID. They used my DNA <laughs> in the vaccine. I was just like, I don't know how you deal with somebody like this. So luckily, the rest of the appointment, she I think she had decided she had to lighten up because she stopped doing that. Mm. Um, and the rest of it went relatively okay. But my God, did I just want, I wanted to just explode when she said that she has these natural <laughs> antibodies. <laughs> What you should do, Seth, is you look around her desk and you find the first thing that looks like a stapler and you pick it up and you just fucking staple that mask right on a both exactly. sides of your face. <laughs> just look her right in the eyes. Don't exactly. blink. That's what I should have done. No, I think, actually, I told my wife, you know what we should have done? We should have finished the appointment and as we walk away, take our masks off and just <laughs> let her think she's the reason we were wearing them. It was just because we didn't want to breathe her air. So, yeah. But that was just a little anecdote about how insane people are these days. Yeah. So. That's, that's, hey, that's totally fucking fair, dude. People are, people are wild out here. Doing yeah. crazy shit. Uh, I don't have an anecdote, man. I think what happened to me was today my crown came off. One of, one of my crowns and my teeth came off. And Uh-oh. that's annoying. I have to wait like two weeks to get it fixed. And... I'm I'm dreading it because uh COVID, you know, and a dentist office you can't you can't wear a mask. You gotta literally open your whole goddamn face up to Yeah. You. Dentists really do have a, a mask issue. They they can't <laughs> really uh let you keep it on there. So yeah, that'll be fun. I hope they're wearing masks. I hope as medical professionals. i most of the time I'm not, the dentist I've worked with have, or worked with had work done on me with Seth <laughs> um, the clipboard right next to him like Yeah, yeah I'm like you, get this. you see those canines? <laughs> Little, these things look like K-10s, honestly. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon teeth, Seth. <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> um, but you, Marcus, you, you got a story for us? Anything happened to you? Oh, shit. Um, let's see. Let's see. Not- you lose any sandwiches this week? No, no. Listen, that was a one-off thing. I was, was high as balls. No, I think I think my week's been pretty uneventful, unfortunately. Hey, okay. you've been playing Elden Ring. Can't it's ask true. for much more, right? At least it's fun. That's yep. true. All right, well, <clears throat> that's it, y'all. 
yeah. like, like Seth said, next week probably do more of this if the world hasn't, you know, been annihilated nuclear hellfire just yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Elden Ring. <laughs> so, yeah. This has been the Illinois Podcast. I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find the things that I write, maybe even about Elden Ring, on indistinct-shatter.io. Oh, and I'm, uh, I'm Marcus, and you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches, and I occasionally do art for the podcast. Our theme song was done by current award-winning Elden Ring streamer Ben Powell. Uh, you can follow him on Twitch, at the Ben Powell, and he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling, and they're from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. Um, you can lead horse water, but you can't make it under it. Fuck being maidenless. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, mm, fuck. Mm, ah, mm. Don't, don't, don't die too much. <laughs> there you go. Wise words. <laughs> This is the kind of wisdom he's given out when I was drunk. It was amazing. <sighs> oh, this was the level. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, he sounded smarter at the time. He mm, said it with better words. to the root of it all. But, as for my... We have stopped trying to Elden our rings and are just trying to reassemble them. And from An Orlando to... Uh, uh, what's the place in this game? Limgrave. Lim- 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 <laughs> That's the name of this podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.